1: You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit podcast with Ben Garrett. It's time, it's time, it's time, it's time, it's up. This is Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry on Twitter. If you haven't already subscribed, review talk of champions and iTunes. And when you do leave a five star review, it doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search talk of champions and i write for the old miss spirit. So does Zach own and fit of own 3com and talk of champions is brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler of modern woodman. Have you ever wondered what you're going to do for retirement or if you're ever going to actually be able to retire? Well, if so, give my friend Thomas Chandler, at modern woodman a call. Thomas specializes in retirement and investment planning and loves helping people plan for their dream. And Modern Women offers anything you could possibly need from mutual funds to employee benefits to college savings plans and even a 1% guaranteed annuity. Give Thomas a call today, 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186 and start taking control of your future today with Thomas Chandler of Modern Woodmen. Ole Miss football, number 12 Ole Miss football, host Texas A&M, number 11 Texas A&M. Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Time on ESPN. College Game Day will be back on campus for the first time since 2014 and the second time in program history. And also in town will be a big collection of official and unofficial visitors. And Zach and I, starting next week, will be doing one recruiting show every single week. Bradley, Sal, and I will continue to do our two shows. This week I've been off schedule. I've been sick, but this is like a preview of what Zach and I will be doing moving forward, just together, one time a week, a recruiting show. Hey, buddy, what's up?
0: And hello. Good morning. We are we are all we are all sick. We we all have the crud that is the crutch of having children.
1: Yeah. When you have kids, they bring stuff home and they gift it to you. Here, father. Yes.
0: Enjoy like this I, crud. It's like I told you what Edward Reed said. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right.
1: Yeah, that's what you said. I don't really think of it, you know, being stopped up as being hurt in any real way. I just (laughs) think it is an inconvenience. No, it's more inconvenient when I'm having to sleep sitting up because I can't breathe. That's been the worst thing.
0: Yeah, that's terrible. Nobody likes that. Nobody likes that.
1: But I'm on the mend and almost football has a big weekend ahead. From a recruiting standpoint, it's not at least right now, as big as the LSU weekend as far as the number of kids they're bringing in. Still a big number, and we expect that mm-hmm. number to grow. But once we got the official list, and it's on the Ole Miss Spirit, OleMissSpirit.com, and dot 3com once we got the official list, what's the first thing that jumped out at you?
0: I think the first thing, looking at the official visitors that are going to be in town, uh, Terrence Cooks, the now former Texas Longhorns linebacker who entered the portal this week, he is – on the list as an official visitor he is coming into town Uh, I mentioned it on the recruiting daily yesterday Um, as of right now there's some increasing momentum for Cooks to uh, eventually transfer to Ole Miss Uh, Coleman Hutzler who was in Austin on staff uh, recruited him to Texas and he is now obviously with Ole Miss as a special teams coordinator Um, he built a, a very strong relationship with him and his family. And uh, it seems like bringing him in this weekend as, uh, as an official visitor is uh, certainly a good sign um, when trying to bring him on uh, as an Ole Miss Rebel for the next, uh, for next season. So that was the first thing that jumped out to me. They're going to need to just continue to add more linebackers. Uh, front seven is the most important thing. Um, not only SEC football, but just power five football in general. You got to have players there. That was big. Um, and the other two, uh, Antonio Williams, the wide receiver, Dutch Fork, South Carolina, um, the uh, son of one Murphy Holloway. He will be in town in an official capacity. He's a, uh, a big-time target there. And then Vincent Anthony is a name that uh, I haven't heard in a while. I don't know about you. Uh, committed to Duke, uh, I believe, in the summer. Um, but Ole Miss really likes him. They like his uh, athleticism off the edge. He's a long, um, explosive edge rusher. And um, like I said, front seven, man. It's uh, it is crucial to having success uh in power five football and then just kind of moving on down the list here if we if we're going to talk front seven ben uh it pretty much starts with Jaheem Otis and this he's class massive. he is massive he is so big and it's it's truly remarkable what he can do at his size um i mean he's every bit of 375 380 he handles kickoff duties for columbia he, um, I don't know if he punts, but I mean, I've seen him, I've seen videos of him covering kicks. Uh, he is numero uno in this class when it comes to the want for the staff. They have to, have to secure him if they are wanting to take that next step as well, a program. Slow down, is- slow down. It's going to be a real battle
1: with Alabama, oh, with yeah, Mississippi yeah. Oh, State, and every single one of those schools. Alabama, Mississippi State, Ole Miss have all worked out NIL deals with Jaheim Otis. And what NIL has done in a lot of ways is simplified the process. So if Jaheem Otis, who typically in the old days committed to Alabama, he's going to stay with Alabama. Alabama takes care of their recruits. Not that Ole Miss didn't, but no one was like Alabama. But now, do you like Ole Miss? Do you see more opportunity at Ole Miss? Well, yeah. I think I want to go to Ole Miss instead. Well, you don't have to worry about all the other stuff that used to be done in the shadows. It's been brought above board to where Jaheim can feel comfortable, if he wants to, going to Ole Miss. And the trend line here is positive, something to latch on to if you're an Ole Miss fan, in regards to Jaheim Otis. Not only is he coming in this weekend, but he was in town for the LSU game as an unofficial visitor. He continues to make his way to campus. And like we always say in recruiting,
0: what? Follow the visits. And he continues yes. to show up at Ole Miss. Yeah that's big uh, the, getting him back on campus I mean that's uh, we've talked about that you know all the visits that's one of the commandments in recruiting um but yeah it's going to be a battle Nick Saban and them have prioritized him uh, yep. he's already on the commit list so it's not just going to be a oh well he continues to show up so all signs point to Miss no Mississippi state's no. heavily involved here as well it's going to be a battle um, there's a certainly a chance to flip because he continues to take visits now it's not saying that Ole Miss is going to get it done so to speak. I mean, it's still going to be a battle, like you said, but he's coming into town. He's been a couple times in the summer. He's coming back this weekend. You mentioned he was in town for the LSU game. Um, Randall Joyner has done a phenomenal job recruiting him and his family phenomenal. Um, made a ton of, a ton of progress. Um, because I mean, it was, it was pretty bleak. I mean, he committed to Alabama I would say kind of out of the blue I don't think anybody anticipated him making a decision super early um and if I remember correctly it was coming off an unofficial to Ole Miss in the summer um and then he just kind of you know well I'm gonna go to Alabama and play for Nick Saban and then um everybody kind of was like well that, that that's that um because who can fault um uh, you know a teenager that plays football going to play for Nick Saban but with that said he continues to show up Lane Kiffin, Randall Joyner, they're all all working him. Chris Partridge, D.J. Durkin, pretty much the entire staff. So Mm -hmm. big-time opportunity this weekend to continue to build momentum and trying to secure that flip. And one Um, thing there, as
1: it pertains to Jaheim Otis, and not just Jaheim, but Randall Joyner, not only as a recruiter but as an on-field coach, has been absolutely dynamic and is in line, if Ole Miss does it right, for a big, big raise. You have to do everything uh, you can uh, to keep him. Because I could make the case, he's probably, if not the most valuable, easily one of the most valuable assistants on Lane Kiffin's staff. And if you hope to continue the momentum you have, not only in recruiting, but in improvement on the defensive line, because you wanted to point to the biggest playmakers, the biggest difference makers on this team this year, one of the ones easily is Sam Williams, right? Completely different player. Ten and a half sacks, single season record, all that kind of stuff. Randall Joyner, he deserves a lot of the credit for that. So it's not just recruiting. Dynamic, both on the field and on the recruiting trail. Randall Joyner, if Ole Miss does it right, is in line to make a lot more money this offseason. I would put a contract in front of him as soon as possible if I was Ole Miss because he's going to be coveted, he's going to be sought after, and you have to do everything you can to keep him on staff.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's something that, that I've talked about over the years that, you know, on-field results are not always going to be the deciding factor for for prospects. Right. It's more of relationship with coaches, how they fit in, and that's huge. I mean, Randall Joyner can literally point to the top of the statistical rankings of sacks in the country. Right, look what Holm- Sam Williams was there.
1: last year and look at him yeah. this year. I have made him a top
0: four-round pick. Yeah, look at the maturation of Cedric Johnson off the edge, um, a guy that was virtually unknown, made some plays last year, had a good Outback Bowl, and then now with Randall Joyner, look at how he's playing. Um, I think that that's huge in the pursuit of Jaheim Otis because there's been some rumblings that he not only you know wants to go somewhere where he's comfortable, where he you know feels wanted, he likes the coach, he also wants to compete and he wants to play for trophies. He wants to win big games. Ole Miss is 7-2 and two right now. They're 15th in the college football playoff rankings. They have college game day this weekend. And on top of that, Randall Joyner is giving you results on the field. You're leading the country in sacks. You've got Sam Williams, who broke the school record. He's really seeing his name jump up those draft boards. So, I mean, that's I mean, that's the end goal for these guys. They want to go to the NFL. So, for Randall Joyner to be able to point to that and say, here you go. If you, you want to be the dude, Sam Williams is the dude right now, so you could be next. So, that's that's huge in, in the pursuit of uh, Jaheem Otis. Yeah, no
1: doubt about it. And I look at the rest of these visitors. I don't want to really dive too much into 2023, but Larry Simmons, we haven't heard a lot about him recently. Now you and I talk about Larry Simmons, all these people, multiple times a day, all these prospects. But Larry Simmons, for the Ole Miss fan that really isn't dialed in recruiting wise, he's a commitment, been committed for a long time. But what is the latest? What
0: do we know about Larry Simmons? He's a guy that's it's pretty soft-spoken. He's not going to say a lot, um, but he's he's kind of, enjoying the process that's kind of the term that I would use. He's he's gone down to some games in Starkville but I think the the rumblings that I've heard is there's there's no chance of a flip at this point. It's not like he's going to you know I, I want to see the Mississippi State program you know a little bit closer. No, no I think he's just a kid that's wanting to go and hang out with some friends and enjoy a game. Um I, I think he's really tight with Derek Nix I, I think the the offense that almost runs fits him well. Um, Ole Miss really likes to utilize wide receivers in a number of ways. And Larry Simmons is a guy that can kind of do it all. He can be dynamic in the slot with his speed and quickness, but he's long and athletic enough to play on the outside. And I mean, you can point to a guy like Dontario Drummond, who, you know, fighting through injuries has shown the flexibility to play both inside and outside. They've done that a little bit with James Jackson, Braylon Sanders is another guy that's moved around. So you're not going to be, you know, I guess, necessarily put in a proverbial box. When you go to Ole Miss, they're going to utilize you everywhere. And I think that that stands out to Larry Simmons where he sees an opportunity not only to get on the field early and play at receiver, but he can do a little bit of everything because playing for Moss point, you know, he's their best player. He does everything. He plays quarterback, running back, plays some defense, but at receiver he can do it all. Um, So I think that that's something that sticks out to him with Ole Miss and Derek Nix is continuing to recruit him and and sell him on that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's big. So yeah, he's not, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. He doesn't do a lot of Twitter, Instagram. He's not big on social media. Um, But you know, behind closed doors, he's saying all the right things. And I still think that he signs with Ole Miss despite taking visits elsewhere.
1: I do too. But if we're going to say, follow the visits with Jaheim Otis, you got to follow the visits with Larry Simmons. Sure. Yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. No. So, I mean, the uh, state is certainly trying to flip him. There's no doubt about that. Um, he would fit in well with what Mike Leach and uh, Steve Sperger Jr. do down there offensively. And Will Rogers is is, is having a, a heck of a year. They're throwing the ball over the yard. Um, you've seen what a guy like Jaden Wally has been able to do um, in his second year in that offense. So, that's something that I'm sure catches his eye because, you know, spoiler alert, Ben, receivers like to catch passes. Yeah. Um, Shocker. So, yeah. Real breaking so, news thanks. right there. Breaking news. Zach Barry
1: reporting. <laughs> Wide receivers yeah. love to catch passes.
0: So yeah, it's it's gonna be a battle till signing day. But I think that um he was sold very early on. He committed back in January. Um he stuck with it. And um I think that you know he's taking his visits, he's certainly, you know, catching. Catching games, seeing the sights, all that good stuff. But um, him coming into town this weekend, I I, I look for Ole Miss and and Nicks to kind of you know really shore that up and and make sure that he's all in in this class. So well, there's opportunity um, at wide receiver, and I think that's the biggest selling yeah.
1: point. I had I think I saw something on the Ole Miss spirit message board this week. Somebody asking, is it shocking to anyone? To the effect of I'm paraphrasing, is it shocking to anyone that Ole Miss is struggling to recruit wide receivers? Ole Miss isn't struggling, I don't think, to recruit wide receivers. I don't think that's an issue. Antonio Williams is coming in. Murphy Holloway's a stepdad. But it's more than just the Ole Miss connection with him. Ole Miss offers opportunity. Same thing with Larry Simmons. Now, Taj Harris was a loss. The transfer from Syracuse, he ends up going to Kentucky. And Kentucky's doing a really good job. What's happening with Kentucky? Why is Kentucky surging for Barry and Brown? Why are they landing Taj Harris over Ole Miss? Well, Kentucky's doing a great job in NIL right now. Not to say that Ole Miss isn't, but Ole Miss is more – Individual based as far as doing a good job. Jaheim Otis, Barry and Brown. The overall infrastructure isn't where it needs to be yet. Keith Carr talked about that on this podcast, NIL, on Wednesday. So you want to go back and listen to that podcast. But Kentucky's doing yeah. a great job in NIL, and that's where they're yeah. really making headway.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think somebody like Tati Washington signing a deal with Lexington Porsche and driving yeah. around a 2021 Porsche is yeah. probably something that's going to pique some interest. Well, that's a little um, different, though. That's basketball. It's surprising, well, I
1: think, for some that Kentucky <laughs> football is doing yeah, what it's yeah. doing. But they've decided to take it seriously.
0: Good for them. Yeah, and I mean, look, say what you want about Stoops, but, I mean, he's done a hell of a job there. They, they win he games. Has. That's one thing that I don't
1: understand. When you see any opening come open, USC, LSU, whatever, not to say that Mark Stoops should be number one for LSU or should be number one for USC, but rather than chase splash, If you really wanted to build your program immediately and be consistently good and potentially great, we don't know what the cap is for Mark Stoops because Kentucky, he's doing things there that have never been done. I am shocked that Mark Stoops has not been pursued heavily by one of these bigger jobs yet. If you're looking for somebody to come in and course correct and build and be good and
0: potentially great, we don't know yet because we don't know what his ceiling is, why not Mark Stoops? I'll tell you one. May not be breaking news because it makes a lot of sense. I'll tell you. You want to know the job that I think he's waiting on? Florida. No, well, that would be a good one. I think he's waiting on Kirk Ferentz to hang it up at Iowa. Why? Go back home. That's okay. where he played. Uh, yeah, that's right. So that, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know he played at Iowa. I'll be honest. Yeah. So I think that's a perfect spot for him to land because look at. I mean, Kirk Ferentz has built Iowa. You know, he's been there for, you know, 50 years. I mean, that'd be a heck of a place to, you know, return home. It's already built up and you just got to maintain and keep it going. Um, and look, I mean, his his last couple of years in Lexington, I mean, the last four, 10 and three, eight and five, he had a down year in 2020 with COVID, whatever, five and six, but then they're six and three this year. They were in, you know, potentially competing. I mean, never going to win the East because of Georgia, but they were there. And to do that at a perennial powerhouse, that's a basketball powerhouse. To do that at a a program, a university that is a basketball school. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, that's you know that's the age story of why Bear Bryant left because when he had a good year, they gave him a watch, and they gave Adolph Rupp a Cadillac. And he was like, "Well, this isn't the place for me because they don't care about football." So
1: <laughs> they do um, now. They do now. At least yeah, they're yeah, showing they it do now. in
0: NIL stuff. Yeah.
1: They do now. But Barry and Brown, Ole Miss is competing with Kentucky and Alabama. Tosh Harris goes to Kentucky after a great visit to Ole Miss, and Ole Miss thought it was in the driver's seat for him. So I don't necessarily think there's an issue right now with Ole Miss recruiting wide receivers. It just depends on who they're competing against and NIL being the future, and Ole Miss could be behind with specific players. Now, individually with Jaheim Otis, Barry and Brown, they're in a good position because of, or not completely due to, but in part due to, NIL. But the overall infrastructure just isn't there. So I'm not necessarily worried about Larry Simmons. If you're an Ole Miss fan, you shouldn't be necessarily worried about Larry Simmons. But do follow the visits. That does matter. Him coming in this weekend is a big deal. Antonio Williams, for a while there, I don't know if they were prioritizing him. I feel like that is completely flipped, and they are completely prioritizing him. Clemson is pushing, but Clemson hasn't offered. If you can get him committed sooner rather than later, I think a lot of Ole Miss fans will feel a lot better
0: right now. Yeah, and, he, and he's another guy like Simmons that's extremely explosive and can do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, he does everything for Dutch Fork, but he plays, you know, virtually all three receiver positions. He's very athletic. He can, you know, do stuff behind the line of scrimmage, you know, coming in motion. He can beat you deep. He can run routes over the middle. I mean, he, he's a very versatile receiver. And, yeah, I mean, I think the the sticking sticking point there with him – Maybe he hasn't said it. Maybe this is just my opinion. I'm not saying that he's told me this, but I think that there's been some some hesitation waiting on Clemson to see if they will offer. Um, I mean, Clemson's had a hell of a run of wide receivers over the mm-hmm. years um, with Dabo Sweeney in that offense, but I, there's certainly a, a, a comfortable factor with Oxford. You know, you mentioned his stepdad's Murphy Holloway. His mother is from Oxford. So that's a huge huge feather in the proverbial cap for Ole Miss there. And, you know, he's familiar with Oxford. He has been there a ton. He's gone to games plenty. Um, so as an official visitor this weekend, um, you know, I, I'm not going to say they're pushing for a commitment because the staff, that's not their MO. That what and they that's do? another thing. That's another thing about recruiting receivers is, you know, yeah, there's not a ton of them in the, you know, on the commit list, but they are going to be thorough and they're going to take their time and make sure that they hit on their high school prospects because at the end of the ordered. day
1: the transfer portals where they're going to do their yeah.
0: most significant work that's the, the whole landscape has changed man it's if you're not operating in the transfer portal you're doing it wrong at this point because yep. it's it, it's it, you can get instant impact guys um, immediately they can come in and play so they're they're going to take their time like they've done the last two classes under Hip and and they're going to be extremely thorough and they're going to make sure that everybody's on the same page with who they take. And I, it's not that Antonio Williams isn't a take. I think he is, but. Oh, he's absolutely in. a take. Yeah. Yeah. Bring him in, sit him down, talk, talk him through the offense, all of that good stuff. There, This isn't going to be a staff that is going to bring a prospect in and hotbox him into you know, committing early or they lose their spot. That's that's not how they're going to operate. So, so
1: you're saying they've got some, that Ole Miss isn't like <laughs> Jeff Collins at Georgia Tech.
0: Oh, all right. Well, I, you said it, not me. Yeah. Um, but, but they've got some good receivers uh, already committed. I think Jeremiah Dillon, um, the commit out of Tyler Town, is a I really that impressive kid. prospect. Mm. Um, I, I've seen him in person um, every bit of 6'2", 180. Larry Simmons, another guy that can can really go and get it. So yeah, they're, they're going to take their time. And like you said, they're going to go into the portal. There's plenty of options. We talked about Terrence Cooks from Texas earlier. His team, his former teammate Joshua Moore is now in the transfer portal. They might look at him. So yeah, I mean, the, the recruiting cycle is going to just keep moving back because of the portal.
1: We'll get right back to Zach Berry in this recruiting edition of Talk of Champions after I tell you briefly about Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford and Cheney's Pharmacy, two more proud sponsors of Talk of Champions. What's your schedule looking like this fall? Don't answer that. I already know. Ole Miss football Saturdays, right? It's all back, and you're going to be there. Well, when you're making those trips, why not go in style? In the dream car, truck, or Jeep you've always wanted, well, the only place to go for your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep is Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. From new and used sales to parts and service, Alan Samuels of Oxford aims to provide a truly stellar automotive experience. And what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from every other dealership is Alan Samuels aims to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. They're going to get you into your dream car at a price point you can afford, and the process is going to be as seamless as possible. Most everyone who's listened to this podcast should know by now, I only vouch for sponsors I truly believe in. While well, Alan Samuels has been with me the longest, I myself have bought a car from Alan Samuel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford, and there's no better car buying experience. Make sure to ask for Byron or Mason and tell them that Talk of Champions sent you, so that you can take advantage of any one or more of the services Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford provides. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. It's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford at 2201 East University Avenue. That's just past Kroger. Alan Samuel Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford. Let's be friends. It's the most wonderful time of the year. No, it's not Christmas time. It's football season, specifically Ole Miss football season. You want to be there, right? In the Grove, in Vaught-Hemingway Stadium, cheering on the Rebels every single Saturday. The only way to do that is to make sure you're healthy, to take care of yourself, to have a pharmacy that you can trust. Well, there's only one pharmacy in Oxford, Mississippi that can do just that, Cheney's Pharmacy a locally-owned pharmacy that's been in Oxford for over 40 years, as red and blue as the Rebels themselves. Cheney's Pharmacy offers prescription synchronization, immunizations, compounding, a two-lane drive-through, and available hours that ensure your needs are met on your own time. Cheney's also accepts all third-party insurance. Cheney's Pharmacy provides the best customer service out there. Hands down, it's not close. So give Cheney's a call, 662-234-7221 or go visit them at 501 Bramlett Boulevard. That's right off of University Avenue. They're open 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Monday through Saturday, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Sundays. You can visit them online at cheneyspharmacy.com. Make sure your pharmacy is one you can trust. Cheney's Pharmacy, much more than just a pharmacy. Should there be tempered expectations? about freshman high school coming in wide receivers for Ole Miss, instantly impacting the offense, considering that they brought in what they thought were instant impact wide receivers in Braylon Brown, JJ Henry, Jalen Knox, isn't eligible this year. He'll be eligible next year. He's a transfer from Missouri, but outside of to Pearson, a little bit, had a great breakout game against Tennessee. You haven't really seen any of these newcomer wide receivers, especially the freshman high school wide receivers make an impact so should expectations be tempered with whoever they sign Antonio Williams you name it Barry and Brown I really don't think they're going to land Barry and Brown but just for the sake of this argument this
0: conversation this debate it's it's hard. so I go back and forth on this because I, I think receiver is one of the easier positions to come oh, and and play right away
1: I do too but it just but hasn't it,
0: happened this year Right. And I also think there's a caveat to that because, you know, a Jeremiah Dillon, a Larry Simmons, a Barry and Brown, um, all these guys, they do it all for their high school teams. And a lot of it, especially with Barry and Brown, because I'm being local, he's Nashville, I'm Nashville. They basically just tell Barry and hey, get the ball and just go. Um, So there's not really a lot of there's a lot to learn with the position. Once you get to the college level, there's a lot of, you, you got to learn the routes. You got to learn the playbook. You, I mean, you got to learn the checks at the line that Lane Kiffin does. I mean, it, it's very detail oriented, very convoluted. It's not just a, all right, see ball, get ball, go score. Like that's how it is in high school. because You're the better player, the best player on the field. So there's a learning curve that, you know, goes without saying here, but I think somebody like um, just, just, the instant impact guys that they thought they had in Brown and Henry Brown was obviously, I think he was on pace to probably be in the starting lineup in game one. Unfortunately suffered an injury in fall camp that set him back. Um, and it's hard when you, when you get hurt and you can't get game reps, you can't get, you know, reps and practice with the ones you fall behind. It's, it's not a knock on, you know, any individual player. That's just, that's just the, you know, that's just the, the truth about it. I mean, it's just hard to maintain, you know, getting reps when guys like Braylon Sanders and Ontario Drummond, and core Pearson, all these guys that have been there, done that, know the playbook, know the routes. It's just, it's hard to do. And so I think there's probably a little bit of pause there. Cause I do think that they expected Brown and, and Henry to come in and at least contribute in, you know, this season, but um, Look, I mean, I, Kiffin in, in, has shown that he doesn't care if you're a true freshman or you're a six-year senior or whatever. You can play, you're, you're going to get on the field. So um, it's always going to be that next man up mentality uh, with this offense. So um, I think that's something that they're, they're, they're telling Antonio Williams. They're telling and Brown, like, hey, it, we don't care. You come here, if you can play, you're going to play. Final thoughts on the visitor
1: list because I want to jump to some buy or um, sell here. Terrence okay. Cooks, Antonio Williams, Vincent Anthony. I don't want to cover the 2023 prospects. If you want to go check out the full list, go to the Ole Spirit, omspirit.com, and sign up right now. You can get a full year for $10. You can get four months for $1. It's a really good deal. omspirit.com, affiliate of Ome 3com If you haven't already, subscribe, review, talk of Champions and iTunes, and when you do – Leave a five star review. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. You can find this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just simply search Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at SpiritBen on Twitter. He's Zach Barry at Zach Barry. Is that it? Underscore Barry. Oh, Zach underscore Barry. And it's Z A C H, not Z A
0: C K. Zach That's underscore Barry. Before we move to buy or sell, uh-huh. I do want to mention two important 2023 targets that are in town. Um, I said I didn't want
1: to do that. I want them to whoa. sign up. What are you doing?
0: Okay, all right, fine. No, it's fine. No,
1: no, 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 no. Now I'm the bad guy. Fine.
0: Okay. Two in-state targets that are in town. Um, One has a quick turnaround. Was in town last week for the Liberty game. He is back. Isaac Smith, the safety out of Itawamba. He Mm -hmm. is back. Um, Probably has an opportunity to possibly flirt with five-star status. Um, Really impressive early offer sheet. For Isaac Smith, and then Suntarian Perkins, the linebacker out of Raleigh, um, mm-hmm. he is back. He's been in town. This will be probably his fourth or fifth trip this year. Um, named Ole Miss as leader a couple months ago. Um, it's it, I think it's going to be Ole Miss and Georgia battling until the end. That is correct. For, uh, that for is Sunterian. correct. Um Isaac Smith um, hasn't been there yet, but really likes the potential um, opportunity of playing at Notre Dame. They really like him, but Ole Miss and and Derek Nix and uh, Chris Partridge are recruiting him extremely hard. He is back in town. So those are two that I would, uh, if I was an Ole Miss fan, I'd keep an eye on those two guys that are going to be in town this weekend. That's actually a really good note. I'm glad you said it.
1: Suntarian, sorry. I was told by Shea Hodge, who coaches and trains him, 98% chance he ends up at Ole Miss. In recruiting, nothing is guaranteed and it's going to be a Georgia battle with Ole Miss all the way to the end. But Ole Miss is in a really good spot with him. Really good. He's from Raleigh. Dante Moncrief is from Raleigh. They have a close relationship. He's close with Shea Hodge. Woody Hamilton. They have a really good relationship with this kid. Not to say that they're steering him in the direction of Ole Miss, because that's not what they do, but he likes Ole Miss. He's just had deep-rooted ties to Ole Miss for a long time, so that's something to keep an eye on with him. He could be an early commitment, but regardless of what happens – that one's going to be a tough battle because he's one of the best players in the country. He's dynamic mm-hmm. and he could play linebacker, that hybrid safety linebacker position of Otis Reese. He could be an edge guy. There's so many things he can do.
0: He probably play receiver if he wanted to.
1: A lot like, like Derek that. Hall. You remember Derek Hall? Yeah. Yeah. A lot like that.
0: Yeah. He, I think he, it's a little bit more I mean, explosive coming out of high school, but really probably good. would have to, if he played offense, he probably have to be a, a, a hybrid tight end. I mean, he'd, He'd be that big wide receiver that you see tight ends play, like Evan Ingram. Yeah, um, not the traditional the, inline blocking tight end. Not, no, no, not, not any the, of that. Attacking the, the guy from could've... the guy from Florida that I'm completely Kyle Pitts? blank on. Yes, are you, calling, are you calling? Are you
1: calling Sunterian Kyle dude. Pitts? Monster. Jeez.
0: Oh, Sunterian right. Perkins to the Falcons. You heard it here first. Breaking news.
1: <laughs> Zach Barry reporting. All right, let's do some bar sales. So.
0: You <laughs> Idiots, get back in there at once and
1: sell, sell. Walker Howard was supposed to come in for the Liberty game. He didn't. Rescheduled supposedly for Texas A&M, now rescheduled again. Buy or sell Ole being realistically in the game
0: for Walker Howard. For the sake of this exercise, I'll say sell. Um, I do think that he will eventually reschedule and show up for an official visit. It's just going to be a tough pull. He's an LSU legacy. I think right now he's just wanting to see some other schools, but I think at the end of the day, he will end up signing with LSU barring some just absolute catastrophic hire at head coach. Um, LSU has this unwritten rule with commits where you can't go visit um, rival SEC schools. Um, they have they that unwritten didn't. rule. It's not even unwritten. It's kind of a spoken rule from Edward Gerard. <sighs> I, yeah, I think it's kind of dumb because he's not the coach anymore. So who cares? Um, I, I agree, that's but that's just that what is. it is yeah i think that's kind of where they are where they're like well you're not the coach anymore so like we're gonna take our business if we want to um but his dad is lsu through and through oh yeah yeah. um he had a scheduling conflict that he had to get around um so he's not coming in town this weekend i do think he's intrigued by couldn't get a ride couldn't get a ride is that what you're saying couldn't get a ride i don't know family reunion a a birthday (laughs) something um i i I think there's some real interest there, but I'm I do too because I, yeah, I just think he's going to go to. No. I do too.
1: Wide receiver, buy or sell? The most impactful signee they'll have or addition they'll have will be through the transfer portal, and you know who I'm talking about here.
0: Yeah, I'm buying that. Um, Are, are we are we being coy here? Or are we going to say the name? Have I been coy at all? <laughs> we we've teased it in the dailies. Well, he's um, got to get in the transfer portal. That's that's true. Uh, I mean, there's there's. Real smoke around Deion Smith leaving Baton Rouge. Um, But he's got to get in the portal. uh, He's got to get in the portal. Played a little bit against Alabama last week. He had been sidelined with an injury up until that game. Didn't play against Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss was really close to flipping him in 2021. Um, He ended up sticking with LSU, but there's a... You you talked about Sundering Perkins and a deep-rooted relationship with Ole Miss. I mean, that's the same thing here with with Deion, uh Smith, he, he's really tight with Derek Nix. Worked really closely with Shea Hodge and with Mike Espy, which both of those guys speak incredibly high of Smith's, you know, potential abilities in, in college. And I think if he if he were to get in the portal, I think Ole Miss is in a really good spot there. And you want to talk about bringing some some punch to a receiver room that is going to have to oh, replace a couple God. guys. He I walks mean, in as the number one. Yeah, so. Before getting hurt this year, he was on pace to have a a really, really solid freshman season. He's got to get in the portal, but he's not the only portal target for them. Joshua Moore. Former teammates with Terrence Cooks. I mean, he was heavily recruited out of Fort Lauderdale. He is somebody that I think that would like Deion Smith walk in and immediately be in the starting lineup. He was extremely productive for Texas. And I think it was uh, if, if you asked some Texas folks, I think it was a bit of a surprise that he got in the portal because of how much he played uh, in a shortened COVID year. He had nine touchdowns over 400 yards receiving this season, 24 receptions, 265 yards, three touchdowns. I think that people were legitimately shocked. He had a big game against Oklahoma this year, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I think it, we talked about it in the dailies. Uh, this Ole Miss staff has a ton of ties to the state of Texas with uh Hutzler and Levy. They they recruit that state heavily. And again, it's as it, it as successful as this offense is running the football. And as as that's kind of their mo. They they that power spread run scheme. It's still a very friendly wide receiver offense. And I think that that more sees that opportunity with how they stretch the field with Sanders and Drummond and they work the inside with with Pearson and they use Mingo in a number of different capacities before he was sidelined. Um, so there's a legitimate shot that that Moore could come over to Ole Miss after leaving Texas. So he's kind of that new age kind of tweener receiver. He's one, but he's he's not super big, but he Reminds can me do of Vince both. Sanders. Oh, that's, that's a good comp there. Another guy that, you know, you could say maybe paved the way for the inside-outside combo guy at Ole Miss. So, yeah, Moore is somebody that I would keep an eye on as he is – Starting to uh sift through his potential options. But um, but yeah, I think the the Texas ties on the staff and, and Kiffin's ability to recruit offensive players is key here. Ole Miss hosted Percy Lewis and Cam East for the Liberty game, both
1: official visitors for Liberty, buy or sell Ole Miss landing one of Percy Lewis
0: and Cam East. I'll buy that. Who Being do you feel honest, better about? I was gonna say. At this moment, I don't know which one. I would lean Cam East. Um, See, I would lean the other way. Okay, Juco guys are kind of hard to get a read on. Oh, they're fickle. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They're Um, fickle as hell. He's not going to go to Oregon. I don't want to say anything definitively. I've gotten burned by that before. I'm just now getting back into this recruiting game. (laughs) I got out because of Cam Akers. I'm not going to say anything definitively. He could absolutely still end up at Oregon.
0: I would just be surprised.
1: I'd be surprised.
0: Both of those guys, though, followed the visits, both committed to other schools, took official visits to Ole Miss. Cam East committed to Mississippi State. Percy Lewis, like you said, committed to Oregon. Two different style of linemen. Cam East is more of that athletic, good feet tackle that you need in the SEC, especially with the defenses, how the, how they're evolving and getting faster off the edge. Percy uh, Lewis then, is John Jerry. He's a, he's a mammoth interior offensive lineman that like I said almost Miss loves running the football and establishing the run and really that's kind of the weird thing about the offense is if you put them on a lie detector test I think Kiffin and Levy would both say they like running the football and beating people up so if you want to do that Percy Lewis is your guy um, he could step in and play guard immediately good size for, for a guy of, of his stature he's got some good feet so he, if, if, if he needed to, could maybe slide out to right tackle, but I think that he's an interior offensive lineman with some NFL potential at guard. They want both of them. Oh, yeah, and that would add to an already really stout offensive line class. They've got some, some real length, and they've got some real punch already in the class with um, Timmy Gagafine, Preston Cushman. I mean, they've got some, some big dudes um, already. Watch the portal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: I think yeah, it's I'm pretty much every position though, right? Ones. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Always. The
1: entire yeah. roster. Watch the portal. We're going to jump right back to Zach Barry in this edition of Talk of Champions after we hear briefly from b Bank, another proud sponsor of Talk of Champions. That's EUFY Video Lock. Or visit UFYOfficial.com slash Video Lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's UFY Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen lighted up at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. You should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited-edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tecovis store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to Tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. One of the last ones. Buy or sell. Horace Lockett and Jaron Willis. Two Ole Miss targets. One's a linebacker is Willis. Horace Lockett's a defensive lineman. Committed to Georgia Tech. Buy or sell? They stick with Georgia Tech, both of them.
0: Oh, I'm selling that all day. I uh, All day, he said. All day. If you're an Ole Miss fan, Jaron Willis is the one to know. I mentioned in the dailies, I, I talked to a source in Atlanta earlier this week. They think as of now, Lockett's more locked in than Willis. Both, I, I mean, Lockett was a heavy, heavy Ole Miss lean, kind of out of the blue, committed to Georgia Tech. I don't think Crazy anybody that, think that. Crazy how that
1: happens. Crazy.
0: That's nuts. right. Getting hot down here. But Willis, he's taken visits to Ole Miss, uh, multiple visits. Chris Partridge has really honed in on him in this class. He's got a good relationship with him and that staff at, at Lee County. Um, Otis Reese and Mark Robinson are both from there. They hosted him on his official visit. I think that that um, is, is helping Ole Miss's cause there. They're really going to push for that flip until signing day. I think that they're probably in a good spot to potentially get it done. I think they're probably going to want him to, to come back. I mean, they'd love for him to come back this weekend, but if not, they're going to try to get him back on campus before signing day. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Jaron Willis is, is definitely more likely to not end up in Atlanta before it's all said and done. Buy or sell, Ole Miss
1: has real momentum with Stone Blanton. Buy or sell, Ole Miss in the lead position for Stone
0: Blanton right now. I'm buying that too. The age old commandment follow the visits. Uh, he's been to Oxford multiple times um, and he's not shot away from talking about how he's going to let football lead his recruitment in terms of being a two sport guy. I mean, let's I've,
1: be honest here. If baseball was leading this thing, he'd be going to Mississippi State.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. All the momentum. And then some with that baseball program after winning the national title. Yeah. Um, I think that that's really the only thing holding him up. He's built a really good relationship probably with DJ Durkin. Agree with that. Yeah. I think yeah. I would agree with that. I, but yeah, I mean, he, he's really tight with Durkin. Chris Partridge is in there as well. Derek Nix is in there chipping in because of the in state connections. Uh, I think that if signing day were today, he would pick Ole Miss. Uh, Mississippi state is not going to go away. They're going to keep battling, but I I wouldn't be shocked if stone Blanton showed up again this weekend for the game against Texas A&M. If you're going to follow the visits, I mean, signs point to Ole Miss right now. I think they're really in the driver's seat, to be honest. And I think that uh, Mississippi state's playing catch up right now, but, um, but yeah, the baseball thing can't be ignored, but it's not like Ole Miss doesn't have a good baseball program either. So, the, for those that aren't in the aren't in the know about baseball recruiting, there, there's kind of an unwritten rule where if a guy's committed elsewhere, you can't actively recruit them. It's the but, only um, sport that does this. I appreciate it, but it's also yeah. quite hilarious to me. Yeah, uh, I, I, there, there I don't know how people. it works,
1: but it works. They do it. They follow it. These coaches do that. And, and if you don't do it, if you're one of those that step
0: out of line, you kind of get shunned by everybody else. Oh, uh, I was gonna say, people will call you out if you if yeah. you if you don't abide by it. But look, I mean, the the track record's there for Ole Miss and how they treat two sport guys. Kiffin and Mike Bianco work well together. They um, they're not gonna, you know, hold a guy, you know, well, we're having football practice right now. You can't go over and hit, you know, can't go over and get some swings in. No, like they're gonna that's they're right. gonna allow it to happen. I mean, Jerry Neely's done it. John Rice Plumley's done it. Um, they signed Taiwan Malone. They're allowing him to do it. So that's another thing that. That helps them, and Mississippi State can't really show that to him. So that's, that, that's going to be huge when it gets down to uh, signing on the, uh, on the paper there, Ben. So I'm buying it. I think Ole Miss is a very, very, very real player to sign Stone Blanton before it's all said and done. Buy or sell. Ole Miss lands two of Jordan Allen,
1: DeCarlos Nicholson, Davison Igaboson, and Kamari Rogers. How many did you say? Two
0: two of the four I'll, buy, I'll oh, buy that
1: all
0: right yeah I would too I think uh feel best about Carlos Nicholson right I would say Nicholson Allen in in the order I guess of feeling good to feeling not so good I would say Nicholson Igbenison, Allen and that's not to say that they're not in it for Jordan Allen um I do think Ole Miss is in a good spot there but they have prioritized Ike Benison. Um, they, there's been – the way they're going about his recruitment is we think you're the best player in New Jersey and we want to sign the best player in New Jersey every year. He is a they take sign, no, absolutely no matter what. He is a take. Oh, 100%. They signed Taiwan Malone last year. That's kind of where they're, it's kind of what Partridge is saying, and, and Marquise Watson is, is, is recruiting him as well. Is like, hey, we, we signed the best player in New Jersey last year. You're the best player this year. We want to sign you. Um, I mean, you want to talk about a guy that can do it all. Um, very, very versatile, explosive athlete. Um, I think he could play corner if they needed him to. He can play safety. Um, could grow into getting a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage. And this is high praise here, Ben, but he's he's got some Tony Conner vibes to him. He's very physical. Slow he's down. Really athletic. Slow down. All skills. But that's. I'm kind good of with what all
1: I... of that, man. But I covered <laughs> Tony coming out of high school. He was the best player out wow, of high school South Panola
0: has ever produced. Ever. Oh, wow. Ever. Man. Tig Barksdale is screaming at his radio. Don't care. Business. Do <laughs> not care. I covered that
1: program for years in recruiting. I watched Nick Brazzle. I watched Tony. I watched Tig. He was the best. He was the best. Do not get tainted by how his career at Ole Miss ended because Derrick Henry cut him. I'm not blaming Derrick Henry for ruining Tony Connor, but he did cut him. He did get injured, and he wasn't the same player afterwards. Before
0: that, he was a no-doubt slam-dunk first-round pick. I'm a little biased because I played against Tig, and seeing that – I'm sure that
1: the athletic prowess of you versus Tig was pretty much on an even playing field.
0: Uh, 100%. It was – who can say? Um, I can say, but yeah, two different positions, but yeah, just two phenomenal athletes out South and all, but yeah, I, yeah, that's high praise and you know, people can, I stand by it. I stand
1: by by it. it. I stand by it. I stand by it. You're one of those lunch pal guys, right? First in last out sneaky fast. (laughs) That's right. Can never just be fast. Can never just be athletic, sneaky, fast, sneaky, athletic.
0: As, as Dion would say, fast, fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to close this out with Commitment Watch. Check it. Check it. Recruit check. You go, if you had to say right now, who's on Commitment Watch? Uh,
0: what um, would
1: you say? Who would you say? Hmm. Can it be a portal guy? Of course. The portal I- is the future. So is nil, I,
0: the portal. I'd probably the go portal. Cooks. Probably go Terrence Cooks. Um, makes a ton of sense. He's mm-hmm. tight with Hustler. Um, Here's the thing. I just
1: said the same thing about Tosh Harris. You never know.
0: Uh, you never know. Yeah,
1: you never know. Um, this I'd one feels closer have, than that one does, though. To be fair.
0: Yeah, I'd go Cooks out of the portal. And if you made me pick a non-portal, I'd probably say, I'll throw you off here. I'd probably say Jordan Allen, actually. Wait, what? Yeah. I think it's Ole Miss or Miami right now. I agree, but you just ranked him third. I know. That just shows how much they wanted Benison and Nicholson. I said that I... I didn't think uh, that wasn't me saying almost well, didn't have a shot. I was just ranking. Them no, I,
1: I understand. Tears. It's wise. just yeah. surprising. Kind of threw me there's off. Le- there's there's levels to this, Ben. I'm I'm on tilt.
0: Yeah. <laughs> on tilt. So yeah. I, I, I think uh, I think there's a good shot that they can land him. Um, another. I mean, that's the theme with with how they recruit these defensive backs. Man, they're just very versatile. They're they're not going to be pigeonholed into one position that's that's what they need and they run the three two six you got to have guys out there that can do multiple things you see a guy like Taishim Johnson that's playing a ton right now plays close to the line of scrimmage you know he covers we saw the, the interception he had in the LSU game so they, they gotta have guys that are athletic and can move and uh, do multiple things and Jordan Allen fits the bill. I don't know who I feel confident about right now. A couple of weeks ago I felt
1: confident about Trevion Williams but I knew he was visiting Mississippi State. They were going to throw the kitchen sink at him. And Ole Miss was going to have to make up some ground or shore up its position after he visited Mississippi State. And that's the case. I think Mississippi State has really surged for Travion Williams. At the time of that reporting, Ole Miss was on commitment watch for Travion Williams. But that is recruiting. Recruiting is fluid. That's why we don't make predictions anymore. I'm back in this game. We're doing it together at the Ole Miss Spirit, Ole and for the 3com Never again am I doing a prediction. Ever, I'll tell you what's trending, give you the trend line where the momentum is potentially, but predicting where a kid will go. No, he could be on commitment watch note the could. I will never say he's going to a certain place, but Travion Williams, I feel like Mississippi state is probably in that lead position right now, but that's how it was always going to be. If he didn't commit before that visit, Mm -hmm. always going to be one of those jockeying back and forth. And that continues to be the case. Now, Ole Miss has got to make up the ground, whatever. So, I don't know who I feel confident about. I would probably lean with you, one of the transfer portal guys, but it's just hard to get that read until we talk to the kids and talk to more sources and stuff like that. So, I know almost fans want to know
0: who's committing, who's committing. I get it. I completely get it. I then don't know. In, rec- in recruiting, you got to always build yourself a trapdoor, you got to always have an escape hatch. Caveat I learned that the very, very hard way. I know which one you're talking about. And everyone was burned that day. <laughs> I mean, everyone else knows
1: who I'm talking about too. This listen to this podcast, that's listened to me for any length of time since 2016. I'm talking about Cam Akers.
0: He literally changed his polo.
1: <sighs> Look, it happened. In 2013, on the Ole Miss Spirit, we did predictions, eight predictions for uncommitted targets for Ole Miss football. I went eight for eight. I didn't predict Ole Miss to get every one of those kids either. I went eight for eight. And I thought, I have got this thing down to an exact science. I know how to do this. And then Cam Maker showed up and humbled me. Never doing predictions again.
0: Ever. Same thing happened to Davin Godshaw. That's Had another good a wardrobe. one. That's Had a to do a wardrobe one. change. That's a so, good one. It happens, man.
1: I've kind of enjoyed it, though, getting back into it. It's been fun. I mean, hey,
0: look, it's a good time to be covering recruiting for Ole Miss. It's a different world, though. It's different than it used very, to be. Very, different very world. different. It is. It is bizarrely different with the portal and with NIL. It's its wild. But, again, OM Spirit on three. We got you covered. It's the time. Dailies are up. Every it's, single it's day
1: we run Spirit Recruiting Daily. And every single day what we're hearing, rumors, sources, stuff, all that, in the Spirit Recruiting Daily. All you got to do is sign up for the Old Miss Spirit. And right now you can get a full year sub for 10 bucks. That's a $100 value for 10 bucks, Or four months for $1. That's a $40 value for a buck. Just go to the Ole Miss Spirit, All in three and sign up. If you haven't already subscribed, rate, review talk of Champions and iTunes, and when you do, leave a five-star review. It doesn't matter what you say, as long as it's five stars. Bradley, Sal, and I will be back for the Blue Delta Jeans post-game show after the Texas A&M game. And then next week, Brad and I will be back on schedule twice a week. And this podcast, which is just a talk of champions for today, becomes its own podcast called talk of champions recruiting. And it's me and Zach Barry, me and Zach, just talking some old Miss football recruiting. However long we go, could be 30 minutes, could be an hour and a half. It just depends because with recruiting, what is always the truth? You never fluid. know. It's fluid. Well, that too. Yeah. It's fluid. It's fluid. See, we're not there yet where you can finish my sentences. I'm disappointed, but you know what? So close. We'll get there. We'll get there. He's Zach Barry at Zach underscore Barry on Twitter at spirit. Been on Twitter. Y'all knew that. I hate my Twitter name. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. We'll talk next week. All right, man. Go Braves. This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping